You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. The NFL is in full swing. It's about time we do our thing. No time for dunks and finger rolls, dropping pucks and scoring goals, home runs and strikeouts are for summer. Tight spirals flying all around, touchdowns abound. Let's talk some football, crushing beers and throwing fits. Let's talk some shit. It's the Big Sports Cast. Call 708-316-8822, you Baba Dicks. Bring it in, TM. Listen to it in all its glory. Yes. Listen up, everybody! Oh, you guys are going to get so tired of this song all day long. You hear that, Ohio State? You're still pissing in your pants because we demoralized you. We made you our little bitch, and I love it. You guys had no idea what hit you. No idea! You came on the field thinking you were top shit, and then you shit yourselves! <laughs> uh, Ryan Day! Putting a hundred on us! Took you two days to get 50! What's happening? And now your own community, your own school, your own fan base wants to fire you! Oh my gosh, it could not have gone better, TM. Oh, let's listen. The calm before the storm, TM. All oh, these little Ohio State Buckeyes chirp, 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 chirping. And all you did was piss down your little leg. All you could do was headbutt us and fuck up on fake punts. And then we punched you in the mouth. And then Donovan Edwards teabagged you all the way down the field 70 times. And then another 85 times. Unbelievable, everybody. This is the greatest week in sportscast history. Let's go, baby. Woo! (laughs) That was the best. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. Binge Sportscast. If you can't tell, coming off Victory Monday... College football <laughs> final. <laughs> Woo! Oh, oh I love God. It. I love it. Now so that, now I'm not a graduate, so I could never understand. I mean, were you were you at the school the last time? No, right? No, but the last time, so, I mean, we- so They won two in a row, I mean. It was 99 and 2000, right? Wasn't that what it was? It was Brady years? Yeah, it was, it would have been- One year Brady- was it my freshman year? I don't know. I was some little twerp at that point. But our my senior there, year there was the last time before last year that we had won the Big Ten. 
That was 2003. So gotcha. That was the last, like, I was there during my years at the school where the last, like, formidable, good Michigan football teams through, like, 2006. And then we had the 10 years of bullshit. And then Harbaugh and his, you know, slow rise to teabagging all of Columbus. <laughs> now, I don't, I like I said, I'm not a graduate. I don't have that in my blood. But let me tell you, what the, I, like I said to you pre-show, that was the most enjoyable watch of the football season for me in any I think I said to you in a text, this is the most fun I've had watching a game since week three when the Dolphins beat the Bills. I mean, it was awesome to 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 have any stake in Michigan at all, just to want them to win. Oh, my God, people that just hate Ohio State. I talked to a couple of Penn State fans, they're neighbors of mine, and they were. I, I, we ran into them at the local Christmas festival that night, and I said, hey, did you see Michigan stomp Ohio State? And she goes, no, but I saw the score. Oh, Fuck them. And I was like, yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> She's it's, like, what? It's, and she's just like, what is a Buckeye anyway? I'm like, I actually don't know. She's like, it's a nut. I'm like, well, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. That was a tree. I well, think, it's right? stupid. It's, it's well, stupid yes. is what it is. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, it was, uh, and I think I texted you this. So, I mean, for years. So, my wife went to Michigan with me. And since Lloyd Carr left, this team, outside of last year, last year was just such a surprise that I don't think anybody knew how to react. But at, at this game, when Edwards went for his second long touchdown to essentially seal it. I mean, at that point, it was still like 11 points. They go to 18. Nick, that was over right. at that point. My wife started crying, like tears <laughs> of joy. And it's because there for years has been the hype right and the years have been this 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 these matchups like the one versus two matchups like 20 the 20 or 2006 game right it was 39 42 that was the year where it was one versus two undefeated and oh, yeah, harbaugh's, yeah, a ton of highlights from that right and then harbaugh's first year in 2016 same thing and every year it just was we just fell short we just fell short last year was kind of like more of a surprise. And then this year was finally like, it was again, nobody picking Michigan. And, and listen, I'll be the first one to come on this air and tell you that I didn't think we had a chance. I mean, Heisman candidate, Blake Corum out for the game. He tried to run once and then he went away and I was like, okay. And our starting, one of our starting defensive ends was out too. And so there was just, Probably the two best players on our offense and our defense were both out. And Correct. so you just start looking at the the makeup of that game, and I just didn't think Michigan had it in. I fell victim of the 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 run and gun the the the, the spread them wide and score fifty points a game that Ohio State was doing to everybody to CJ Stroud and Marvin Harrison Jr. And in Jigba and all these guys. And but I did come on this air and I did tell UTM via text and on this show if Michigan could stick with them, then it would be a game, right? If they could stay with them and they didn't have to play catch up, that they could make this a game. And that's exactly what they did. They had 10 yards rushing in the first half. 
But oh my God, they were they're putting up the one one yard statistic constantly, yeah. and it was just like, oh boy. But it was perfect, perfect game plan because you know, all right, you're gonna stuff us like this, you're gonna stuff it like this. We're gonna we're gonna go right over the top, and you did it three times so quickly that it yep. was just like, holy shit! And that quarterback man, JJ, really broke out in a big, big way. Well, that's he's everybody's been waiting. That was the thing. So last week, right. Corum went out and it was all right, JJ, you got to take it. <clears throat> this is your time. And he couldn't do it last week against Illinois. And people have been complaining all year that, you know, Harbaugh isn't opening it up. He hasn't letting JJ, you know, be the guy that he's supposed to be. And he's a five star recruit, he's a true sophomore. And but we said last year when we went and played Georgia and they essentially just pushed us around the field and then Cade Mac- McNamara, who was the quarterback last year, couldn't get it done because he just doesn't have that athletic ability that J.J. was going to have to be the guy. And we started seeing snippets of it. I mean, he looks like still looks like a skinny little you know twerp, but he's got a cannon for an arm, and he wasn't afraid of Ohio State. He put his shoulder down and ran them over when he was running. I mean, that was the game, TM, when that game, when Michigan goes up 11 and Ohio State gets the ball at midfield, and they get a holding penalty and then a unsportsmanlike conduct, and it's first yes. and 35, that was it. That was it. That unsportsmanlike conduct penalty by whoever that guy was that he hit, you know, he headbutted our guy eight yards out of bounds. That was it. They played dumb. They played scared. Ryan Day played scared. Everything that they did was out of fear, out of, I don't know what just happened. It's, it's like the bully that you pop in the face and they don't know what to do because the little guy fought back. Yeah. And credit to Harbaugh, credit to that coaching staff all year, TM. What has Michigan been? A second-half team. They gave yes. up three points in the second half to Ohio State. Say what you For want real. about Michigan scoring as much as they did, but three points Ohio State in the second half? And I said, what did I say in the, the group text? I said, CJ Stroud's going to be exposed today. And listen, he played fine, but, I mean, he didn't do anything to help his team. No, he certainly isn't running around like Jalen Williams. No, I mean... You know, who's going to win? Oh, Caleb Williams, I'm sorry. Who's going to win the Heisman, the, the freaking, yeah. the Heisman now? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's they were they just walked into that game and they thought that it was gonna they were gonna walk over you. They just thought it was gonna be ass kicking, and they had home you know Ohio State at home, Ohio State at home, Michigan's got nothing, and uh, yeah, you were the tougher team two years in a row. You were the tougher team, and again, you know we we've said it a few times on the show, and I said it pre-show here. It's like there's you know Ohio State. It's kind of just not been very impressive in what they've been doing this year. Now, I don't want to say that, you know, I mean, they pretty much whooping everybody that they play, but they've been, you know, it took them however long to get a big lead against Northwestern that one weekend. You want to well, tell me Iowa about the too. weather? They Fine. Str- they struggled against Iowa, Iowa. Penn State they struggled against. They didn't get like a 20-point lead against Penn State until the fourth quarter. 
Um, so they had their problems all year, and it just you know they're they're begging to they're begging somebody to beat them just to upset them really along the way leading up to this game, and then you know yeah. we have the dominance of this past Saturday, and it was just a great thing to see. College football's awesome. I'm not sure if I've said that yet this season on air, but I freaking love it. And even like the 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 play, you know, showing all the highlights of the rivalry going in and out of commercial throughout the years. That's fascinating stuff. Every game was doing that, you know, throughout the day. Just such cool shit. Like the, this has got to be the best weekend of college football. Oh, so, um, I mean, so many big, big games, like big rivalries, and and meaningful games. I mean, you know, the last all I mean, the, the goofy last, trophies what? they all get and shit too, yeah. which is hilarious. The last three weekends have just been amazing. You know, between yeah. you know, the last weekend with TCU and Michigan both kicking field goals to win games. Oh my god! Games, yeah. and and then all the upsets this week, right? I mean. Um, Clemson loses, right? Clemson has a nine-point lead in the fourth quarter and loses. Uh, Oklahoma, or I'm sorry, Oregon and uh, Oregon State. Yeah, Oregon, Oregon State, State comes back and beats down 17, I think, to Oregon. Um, obviously, yeah, you had the the USC Notre Dame game that wasn't really all that close, but yeah, Caleb Williams kind of coming into his own over the last couple of weeks, and everybody else falling off, right? Stroud. And uh, Bryce Young and obviously Corum, uh, all these guys just haven't been playing up to snuff, and he's peaking at the right time. So I don't yeah, think there's yeah. a question as to who's going to win. So, but college football has been great, um, dude. Now, it's only going to get better with them when they add more playoff teams. It's only going to get better. Well, and that's so that leads us into the the next conversation, right? So right now, yes. looking at the playoff picture, that is. Georgia number one, rightfully so. Uh, Michigan maybe, at number two. Maybe. You know, yeah, I don't know maybe. about that. It might be Michigan. Your best win is is against number one or number two Ohio State. Their best win, I believe, is against what whatever Tennessee is now. They were Tennessee was, but at the time At the they time were they were number one? Were they number one oh, when they the, beat them? They were they were number one in the right. college football playoff. In the right, play, right. Playoff, that's right. Yeah. But, even but then still, your second best win is also better. I was reading this before. I should have wrote it down. But anyway, it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't. And if it's, you know, if it's us versus them, like, the question is if, if so right now, so them at one, us at two, um, <clears throat> TCU at three, USC at four. If it Correct. plays out how it is. And, and Alabama at five. Alabama at five. <laughs> no, actually, I think Alabama's at, in AP at least, Alabama's at six. Ohio State's at five. Oh, right. Okay. But the college football, you know, the playoff uh, rankings don't come out till tomorrow. And if everything holds serve, essentially, if Michigan wins, Georgia wins, USC and TCU, TCU. all win in their championship game, and it stays It's funny the way how those it, four teams have to play. And then there's Ohio State and Alabama, Alabama sitting there, sit there and could possibly get in by not playing. Right. Now, what I heard or what people are somewhat saying is that Michigan and Georgia, they believe are in regardless win or lose. Right. And, you know, TCU, even though they would people would argue they have a better resume 
You know, they've beaten more top 25 teams, but that's arguable in the Big 12. And and I'm not I'm not touting the Big 10 whatsoever because been t- Big 10's terrible too. But going on the road in the Big 10 is a lot harder to do than going on the road in the Big 12 where they play zero defense. Um, but if USC loses to Utah, who beat them, they're their only loss, they get to play Utah, uh-huh. then we're looking at a possibility of Ohio State or uh, Alabama. And that's probably it. I mean, I think uh, – I don't even know who's at seven. I think Tennessee's still there. LSU lost. Way to go, LSU. They got three <laughs> losses, and they're still playing in the championship, which is crazy. Um Dude. Tells you a lot about the SEC this year. Yeah. But so to that point, if things happen the way they you know, could happen with Ohio State or Alabama getting in, I just don't know. I mean, does does Ohio State's resume give them that clout to be able to say, like, yeah, we're a top four team in the country? Like, what did they if Michigan hadn't literally put their nuts down their throat and maybe that was a game that got, you know, decided at the end of the first half or at the end of the game, you know, a last second field goal or something. But I mean, Ohio state gave up. Ohio state did not do anything that made them appear to be superior to the other 11 teams that Michigan beat. So what is on their resume that makes you say, oh, yeah, look what we did. I mean, they played a a Notre Dame team. They beat a Notre Dame team early, first game of the season, who hasn't really shown anything. You know, they went to – No, that's not really going to help them. No. So I – and this just I mean, listen, Tennessee – all right, so here real quick. So for Alabama's case, right, they lose by one at LSU. They lose by three – Last second, well, both games are last second. Three at Tennessee. Yep. Then they beat, at, they won at Ole Miss. They, you know, roll over Auburn. They, but they struggled a lot during the year. Like they struggled with A and M. Um, no, I mean they blew up. But again, you're looking at weaker teams. They struggled with Texas, but they won late. So I mean, Bama look, Bama on paper has better wins, I would say for sure, than Ohio State. And the way you burn them Saturday does not help them at all. And I would think it it would probably go to Bama. I mean, which is just sickening, really, because you just always think that they're gone. Listen, this is all you have to know. Vegas still has odds on Bama to win the national championship. There's no odds on Ohio State. There's no odds on, you know, Tennessee. So it's basic. Nope, those no, there aren't even lines for them anymore. So that's all you need to know. Um, but just fantastic! I can't say oh, it enough how nice. awesome this the sport is. I mean, this weekend coming up now, TCU Kansas State's a fascinating game because Kansas State had like a ten point lead on them earlier in the season, and then had to go through three quarterbacks because of injury during that game. And TCU made a crazy comeback. So you got that game. That's less than a field goal. You already talked about USC, Utah. I remember vividly watching the USC, Utah, the first game at Utah. Utah scored 
and went for two to win the game by oh, one. There was a, right. there was a yep. yeah, there was a crazy costly penalty on um, USC earlier, like on the drive prior to Utah getting the ball back. I think I don't know. It was either on that scoring winning game winning drive or whatever. But it was a horseshit call. And I remember when I was watching, I turned to my wife and I'm like, Oh God, I feel like I'm watching the NFL right now. That was horrendous. And so that's a chip on USC's shoulder. I've seen a lot of USC the last few weeks. I think I'm putting pretty decent-sized funds on USC. I don't see Utah beating them twice. And I've also watched Utah a lot recently. And they blew out one scrub team. I forget who it was. Maybe it was uh, – might have. I forget what team they handled no problem recently. But it was a team they should have, right? I just think that – USC is going to find a way to get it done here, just kind of like they did over the weekend against Notre Dame. They're just a superior team here. The one, the one at this point, they're just playing better, in my yeah. opinion. But oh, the yeah. one, the one thing, and they're better quarterback at this point. Everybody loves the kid from Utah. I think it was a riser, but you know he he got hurt, had to come. I don't know. I just feel like the momentum's with USC, but the neutral location in some of these games could play a part. Um, but I don't know. I I, yeah, I, don't. I mean, USC's got so much to play for, right? I mean, you've got revenge. You've got yeah, conference title, games. championship, yeah. and the chance to to stay in the top four. I mean, there's That's just so the much going there for them there. Like More so than any other year, I think like the top four teams are set as long as they hold serve, right? There's right. not going to be anybody – like there isn't like a fifth team out there that – because nobody else plays – Right, so as long as the rankings come out as they do, and everybody wins, it shouldn't change, right? Maybe I could see USC jumping TCU, and for no other reason than to get the USC Michigan matchup, because Mm. it is such a old school, you know, Big Ten, Pac Ten, you know, Rose Bowl type game, right, or matchup. You know, the old well, let's see. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, if you roll Purdue, which you should, and Georgia struggles with LSU, which is yeah. possible because Georgia has that, has right? also. I mean, Georgia's also kind of been playing like in Ohio State lately. Like they just like like I've always like I've said a few times. I got it from that other podcast. They just been playing with their food, right? Yeah. Like they were only up ten seven, I think, on Georgia Tech at halftime, right? And then they just shut them out and roll over them in the second half. That's the, that's the scariest thing, I think, about that Georgia team because it's what they did with Tennessee, too. You know, you just – they just it just seems like they're bored against these inferior opponents, and then when they feel like turning it on, they just blow, they just put you away. Yep. So that's the very interesting aspect of that team. But I, I wouldn't be afraid of them. I don't think they're as good as they've been the last few years. I think no, you can I mean, definitely year, beat them. I mean, last year, how many how – many- defensive players were taken the first two rounds or I mean like 11 I mean it was something absolutely yeah. absurd I mean last year they were I mean clearly we played them last year they were just a level above with Michigan this year there are certain aspects of our team that aren't as good as they were last year but there are also other you know they think you know or they they you know the they in quotes right now they say that our offensive line is better. I mean, clearly, we're just running. We are just wearing teams down. That's it. I mean, which is 
it's it's one of those things that it doesn't you know and for years harbaugh is you know everybody's like oh just this old school three yards in a cloud of dust but you know what if you just wear guys down and you just pound that like they did it look 10 yards in the first half against ohio state and then michigan they didn't waver they didn't do something else they said all right well we'll throw over the top a little bit and then you're going to bring your safeties or put your safeties back a little bit and then we're going to run it on you and then you can move your safeties up and then we're going to just run it past you this i i am more confident now that yeah like this like last year Last year was nice, right? Last year's we made it to the playoffs. This year, I want a fucking title, dude. Like, let's go. Like, this team is good enough to win a title. None of these yeah. other teams scare me. So, let's fucking go. I'm ready for it, dude. I'm ready. Speaking of, we are going to Indy in five days. Let's fucking go. Big Ten You're championship. Going? Yeah, baby. Of course we're going. Oh. Fuck yeah. All right. So here's my question with that game. Yep. Any any concern covering 16 and a half? <laughs> you know what? Purdue's one of the teams. The only the only concern is that we haven't played Purdue. I have no idea. Like they weren't on our crossover schedule. I don't know much yeah. about Purdue, but I just I There's a guy I listen to on this one network, this one podcast on this one college gambling network. He went to Purdue. He has called, he has picked every spread correctly for every one of their games this season. So I'll let you know what he says. <laughs> it's all right, perfect. I've literally I've literally been betting everything that he's <clears throat> said for the last five weeks. I just don't um, see how a Purdue who's not a dynamically, you know, gifted offensive team like an Ohio State can stick. I don't like even again, say it's gonna. It. Pro- it, might be a kip- it. it might be a. It might be a typical, you know, twenty twenty two Michigan game. They might keep it close in the first half, and then yeah. you're gonna just steamroll them. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's very you still, well could be what happens. Yeah, and remember, like, and what you to the point you were just saying about how everyone's saying, "Oh, it's the same crap at Hardball, three yards a run, whatever." I mean, I, you know, going along with these last few years with you, I think I've always been saying stuff like, "Like, hey." Dude, make some adjustments. What are they doing? They just keep doing the same shit all the time. Well, this year is, you know, they're making those halftime adjustments. It's incredible. I have a huge, my one, excuse me, major, major complaint with college football is the halftime is just way too long. (laughs) So when you go to a college, no, because if you're in an NFL game, when we went to Bill's Jets, it used to always be 15 minutes on the stadium clock. It wasn't even 15 this year. I think it was 12. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, but what is the, what is the stadium clock at a college game? I mean, oh, is shit, it 45 dude, I minutes? I don't know. It's, it's long. Been a while. You're going to have to tell me on on Saturday. I'm well, be that's well, that that's not a that's not indicative of oh, true right, college football, a, right? Cuz right, they'll right. do the 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 student like fucking football throw and all like who knows. So It's long though. It's it it's is. Long. I mean, I know it's at least fucking long. Right, football in general lot, is long, but yeah, but it gives you a lot of time to. Um, are we going to see a kickoff return here? It gives you a lot of time to make adjustments and and coach up your kids. You know, I mean, oh god, what is this? But no, Sorry. you're absolutely right. For yeah. years, I have been saying about adjustments, adjustments, and Michigan for they they stick with their game plan, but they are 
adjusting defensively, and they're not afraid to open up the playbook. They're never going to go away from running the ball, but they're not afraid to do something different where, like Ohio State, they didn't know what to do. And the thing is, Ohio State was actually running the ball pretty damn well. I feel like if they would have just stuck with the run a little bit more, but again, their defense is fucking terrible. All this time, hey, Ryan Day, all this 365 days, boys, we got to, like, did you guys do anything for 365 days? I mean, you switched defensive coordinators. Clearly, that didn't work. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, it was worse. It was worse, TM. It was worse. The best part, TM. Oh, my God. I loved this so much. All right. So the Big Ten, uh, or no, I'm sorry, not the Big Ten, the Fox big noon kickoff or whatever they call it you know their game day um show not right not the espn game day the other one right so the the announcer the talking heads on that show right are whoever the main guys i don't even know who it is whatever but then all the ex-athletes or coaches right it's brady quinn notre dame reggie bush usc matt leinart usc urban meyer and Urban Ohio Meyer, State, yeah. and then Charles Talking Woodson. so much shit. Right? From Michigan. Michigan. Every, yeah. <laughs> and, and Woodson is always picking Michigan, the only one to pick Michigan. At the end of the game, who's nowhere to be seen? Charles Woodson. Because <laughs> clearly he was off celebrating with the team. And then I had to tell my son, I'm like, Gavin, I was like, you have no idea how hard this is for every one of these guys on this panel. Right? A Notre Dame, two USC, and an Ohio State, you know, ex-player or coach all having to sit there and talk about Michigan taking it to Dom- dominating. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was great. Yeah. Urban Meyer was cocky as hell pregame. Right. And what I, I, I applaud him. Maybe, and maybe it's not, maybe I shouldn't applaud him, but he more or less, and I, I wish I would have pulled the audio, but he more or less said something along the lines of like, like Ryan day, like you, you need to be like, you need to be tougher. Like this isn't any like any other game, and and he's absolutely right. Like Michigan punched him in the mouth, and they couldn't do anything. They were afraid. They've been. And I texted you, TM. I don't know who. I don't know which broadcast crew did more dick sucking. <laughs> the Fox crew of Gus Johnson and Jim, was it Jim Joe Clat Joe Clat for the Michigan for, yes. for Ohio State. Or the CBS crew of Nance and Romo for the Bills on Thursday. I mean, I don't know how they can get a word out with their balls of fucking uh, Josh Allen and CJ Stroud in their mouth the whole time. Just. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, hey, hey. Oh my God. It, it's just, it's unbearable. It is unbearable how much dick sucking there is in the media of these teams. Oh, all right. That's it. Well, that's go blue, baby. Good. We'll see you in yeah, Indy baby. in five days. Let's go. Not you. Awesome. Oh, we won't so see you exciting. there. We won't see you there. CJ. No. Eric won't B. see him in New York either. That's right. No, or he's going to have to just waste that time going out there. No, just he'll go there. His name called. Yeah. He'll go there. That's for sure. Well, that's cool, too, because the next year we'll be talking about J.J. as a Heisman Trophy candidate. Yeah, baby. Just off of this game. That's right. Let's go.
All right, Woo! college all roundup. Right. Let's go. Big weekend. Go blue. Let's go all the way. Let's go. Now, if you were to say, you know, get upset by Purdue, <clears throat> you're still in. But if you don't win the college championship, does it really matter in the end if you beat Ohio State? I, like, I feel like to me, it's, it's like with me with the Dolphins. Just beat the Jets. Oh, if you beat no, two I mean, and fifteen, and you beat the Jets. I had a good year. <laughs> listen, because that am, game I'll watch even if we're zero and ten, and it's Jets week. I'm watching that damn game. <laughs> listen, if we lose next week, I'll be fucking pissed, right? Yeah, no, like, no, no, I, you yeah. gotta, you gotta fucking win. Just right? stay focused, goddammit. it. If we get beat by a better team, and even if it's T, you know, uh, TCU or or uh, USC, like whatever, you know that anything happens, it's the college football playoff. Yeah, but, but you've got defense. That's the, you just named. Well, I guess TCU can play defense if they feel like it, but no. USC cannot. So, I mean, anybody. Now, nah, TCU, TCU's got to be thirteen and zero to get there. And you know, here's thanks for coming. Here's your goodie bag. See ya. You're not going to be playing on Monday. Yeah, but that's I. I'm uh, listen. Last year, last year was the luxury. This year is like, let's go and do something with this, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's awesome. fucking awesome. let's do it, and it's we're we're here. This is the best chance Michigan's had in 25 years. We won our we won a title 25 years ago. TM, let's nice. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <sighs> All right, All right. Let's, BS, uh, BSV. Let's let's do that. <laughs> let's turn our attention to that boring ass league. <laughs> Sunday sucked. All right, let's go. Seven zero eight three one six eight eight two two. Last college note, TM. So Blake Corum, starting running back for Michigan. If presumably we win on Saturday, should be back to a 80-90% Blake Corum with the three weeks off. And assuming he doesn't play next weekend. So let's let's knock on wood. Him? Do you need him? I mean, you didn't need yes. him on Saturday. Really, well, you didn't need him on Saturday. It's because Ohio State. Edwards had been out prior, right? Well, I don't Edwards know if you saw, back. and maybe you didn't see. Like, he has a broken fucking hand. So this is, and this, you know, this is just another thing. Ohio State, you don't realize that he literally carried the ball with his off hand the entire game. <laughs> he carried the ball in his left arm because his men right, versus boys. His right it was hand men is versus broken. boys. And the other thing too Didn't is matter. Edwards is primarily not primarily. I mean, he'll be the he'll be the number one back next year, but he is he he can catch the ball like a wide receiver, but he can't catch right now because he has a broken fucking hand. How Ohio State doesn't know that and just thinks that he's gonna go out for passes. Eh. That's Ryan Day. Yeah, just they didn't they didn't think yeah, they didn't think it mattered. 
Yeah. No, no, imagine no. being 45 and 5 or whatever his record is and being worried about your job. I mean, that is that okay, is. Yeah, that's Ohio college State. football. That's, college, that's I mean, the yeah. life of a college football coach, right? I yeah. mean, yeah. You know, I say, yeah, that's Ohio State. But it's, that's any big-time program uh, head coach, you know. And, and Harbaugh yeah. was under that same fire, you know, pre-COVID. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, we thought he was going to go back to the NFL, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, he was ready yeah. to get on a plane to go coach Minnesota. Chad, where are you? I want to hear it. You want Harbaugh now? Please, no. <laughs> let's keep him. Let's keep him here. Um, Ah, Oh, a couple things, Tam, before we move. So a couple uh, coaching changes. Uh, Matt Rule of Carolina Panthers, right, got hired by or will be. I don't don't know if it's final, but essentially he's going to be hired by Nebraska as their head Mm -hmm. coach. Uh, Just today, I think, or maybe yesterday, Luke Fickle from Cincinnati, after they lost, um, is now taking the head coach – uh, coaching job in Wisconsin, ex Ohio State coach, and there was somebody else. I don't remember now. But well, the anyway. best, my favorite, my favorite thing about Harbaugh this year, not to just continue with college, but I mean, I want to. Uh, the post game, I love when he runs from the post game interview <laughs> and passes his players off every week. That is the most. Fu- I love it. The best. He's part- like, hey, hey. Hey, oh, yeah, that's your first question. Talk to this guy over here. Yeah. And then he, well, he left. He left JJ there, went and found, found Edwards, Edwards, and then brought him <laughs> over. That's the fucking best. And, <laughs> and you know, he's I, got the biggest smile on his face while he's doing all of it too. I think yeah. I think JJ said he goes, he goes, ah, oh, he's tough to get, huh? He's <laughs> <laughs> just so fucking great, man. Uh, Such I mean, good stuff. Listen, the guy, the guy rubs people the wrong way, and I get it. He's just one of those guys. When he's your guy, he's your guy, and when he's not, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see it though. I always liked him when he was with the Niners too. I mean, he's really just. It's. I think you know he's got more of a personality than his douchey brother does. I think. Who, by the way, needs to remember how to coach defense again because they can't keep a lead. Jesus Christ! You know they took the funny thing is they took Michigan's defensive coordinator back to the Ravens from last year. And Michigan's Oops. defensive coordinator this year is like a new young. And dude, it does not make you feel so fucking old when you watch these coaches that are like, like uh, Marcus Freeman from Notre Dame. It's fucking like 36. My wife looks at him like, how old is that guy? I'm like, ah, just. What about McVay? Yeah. Yeah. I got like almost 10 years on McVay. I think. <sighs> Fuck. Crazy, Fuck, man. man. All right. Let's get to these BSVs and, um, uh, right. I don't know. So this one came from Wednesday. I already know what's coming. This Wednesday. one came from Wednesday. So let's see, let's see where this is. Here we go. Wednesday. Gentlemen, movie freak. Another Wednesday call for you. Wow. Uh, working half day. Uh, Thanksgiving holiday, all that stuff. Getting out soon. Going to you know, work on grinding my turkey and all that stuff. Catching up on my weekly sportscast. And uh, Tim. I, uh, I I do have a correction that I, I have to I have to say something okay, about. I had to call in and to make sure that you had all these facts straight. Oh boy! Uh, listen, <laughs> guess granted, I can't read them. Wednesday. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Hopefully, a Patriots win. Cool. Whatever. I'm just I'm really living and enjoying this whole Jets debacle that was last weekend. And uh, you had mentioned that. The Jets' offense had averaged 2.77 yards yes. per okay. play. Okay, pause, pause. Uh, that is right, actually hold on, hold on, hold on. a gross. Okay, sorry. Yep. Okay, 
I texted you and him about this, did yep. I not? Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, yes. I Jack, thank you. I I accept and appreciate this <laughs> correction because I I'm telling you, I woke up the next morning and before I even listened to the show, it kind of occurred to me. I was like, "Oh no. Did I say yards?" No, it was inches. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I thought of it. I literally woke up hungover as shit, and that's what I was worried about. This is my life. Go ahead. <laughs> Yards per play? Uh, that is actually a gross overestimation of the reality of that game. So in the second half, the New York Jets averaged 2.7 inches of offense per play. Not oh, I thought it was yards. Inches. Fuck the Jets. Yeah. I almost think I have to correct him again because I thought it was 2.7 inches per play for the entire game. Now, I may have gotten that wrong. But, yeah, that's probably – it probably was second half. No, because they only had three yards. Oof. This is the best – this is the best – conversation that is continuing over the next week i mean i just fucking love it all right thank you jack you got me and i i knew it too but great job and that's right fuck the jets yes fuck the jets and then with that we'll move on to this hey what's up sportscast hope you had a great thanksgiving it's goudreau here Monday. uh i'm just calling in just to give my my quick thought about the jet game but i do have a non-jet question for you guys so I take no stock in the Jets winning that game yesterday. whoop they fucking do They beat a team that they should have beaten. I give them credit for destroying the Bears because they didn't do the same old Jets thing of just, you know, winning by the skin of your teeth or losing to a team you have no business losing to. But that notwithstanding, Jets fans still need to shut up about making the playoffs. <laughs> Their schedule is brutal, and we don't know what Mike White is. Can Mike White play against what do you a mean? team before we start crowning him? Just my thoughts on that. But second one is a non-jet question for you guys. If you Ooh. had to put money, I guess, PM, <sighs> this is more for you. I'm um, excited. Looking at the playoffs in the AFC, you got all the hmm. division winners. Seems like the seven spot in the playoffs is going to come down to either Jets, Patriots, Chargers, one of those three. Who do you think makes that seven spot and why? So just curious. Hope you guys had an awesome holiday, and I'm I'm doing good. So talk to you guys later. Bye. So yeah, we gotta. I'm gonna. We're gonna go to skip. We gotta go to. Okay, so uh, we got to go to the schedules, okay? Because I know I pretty much know a lot about. I know a lot of the Jets' schedule here. So, right, Tia, so, here we go. so hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's can we can we can we hold off on that question for ten minutes and then yeah because that's what, yeah because we really don't we're not really going to recap many of these crappy games so we can right. look at the so, picture because okay, I was no actually and and Goudreau, I I love your question because this was kind of going into this week because we're at that point now that we don't need to recap like you just said TM like these shitty games anymore. Right, we say, oh, you know, the Ravens lost to the Jags. Like, way to go, Ravens! I want to start talking a little bit about, all right, where are these? Where does this this playoff 
scenario line up a little bit? Like, where do we see this this kind of happening? Um, and so that's what I think this this show today. It's not going to be a long show today, outside of you know. Well, and 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 the NFC conversation will be brief. Yeah. Because there's really only, it's like Giants and Seahawks, really. Or the or the Redskins. We'll talk about it. Yes, we'll talk um, about it. There's not much going on in that conference but right now. I do appreciate Goudreau, your 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 acknowledgement of hey, this was a you know we are a playoff team as of now, or we are a playoff contending team. That is you know regardless of quarterback, that is a team that we should beat. And you're absolutely right. I mean, the Bears are a three and eight team without or with Justin Fields. And who did they start? Our boy. Our boy. Don't say Peterman. I'm looking. I'm looking. No, Simeon. Did he actually, he didn't start? Peterman started, didn't he? No, what happened was, was when I, I know, I know. I, I literally got so excited. I texted the group. And they, they, I mean, if you go through Twitter, everybody was reporting Peterman would start. And then like 15 minutes before the game, they said, oh, wait, because I I was looking at statistics from the game. I'm like, how are the Bears up 10-7? And I looked and I'm like, Simeon has statistics? Wait a second. And I went back. Yeah, and I I know. I know. That shows how much football I watched this weekend, right? God damn. (laughs) But I went back through Twitter. Yeah, and I'm like, well, these guys all went back. They said Simeon. The Bears were like, all right, no, Simeon will start. It was weird. It wasn't wasn't a normal. It was just weird. But he played. Regardless. Trevor Simeon or Nate Peterson. Peterman. Peterman. Yeah. Peterson. Well, Goudreau is proving my point. That he is the only level-headed Jet fan on the planet. And, you know, and again, listen, you know, the talk is back here. Oh, Zach yeah. Wilson, Zach Wilson won't be on the team next year. Zach Wilson will never play another down for this team. And Mike White, the way he handled the offense, and he's two touchdowns and 300 yards. And look at what could have been if he would have been the quarterback the whole season. They would have beat the Pats twice. They would. I mean, I've heard all of it already today. And it's just, I just sit back and I smile, and I'm like, okay, thank you. Keep it going. And because you just you're just friggin' all out of your minds. Not you, Matt. Well, and what's gonna happen is that the Jets are gonna win a couple, and I don't know, we'll get into it. And then the the Lions are gonna come into MetLife and then beat the fucking Jets, and all hell will break loose once again. We will yes. destroy your season because the Lions are the best four and seven team to ever play in the NFL. Or what's better. Mike White will get hurt. No offense, Mike White. I'm sorry. I'm not rooting for someone to be injured. But then it'll go to Flacco, and the the tone won't change. <laughs> because yeah, as long uh, as that. Yes. So anyway, forget it. Forget all this. I don't want to. I'm starting to get my buzz on here. But the best <laughs> thing from that game on Sunday was the clip, the, the screen cap of Zach Wilson, because it was raining, in his hood. Looking just like Anakin Skywalker from oh, the yes. prequels. So, I mean, thank you, Internet, for that. And got to be honest, he did exactly what he wasn't supposed to do. You're not supposed to stand on the sidelines with a puss on your face. Right. You're supposed Cheer to be a team rah-rah team. guy. Right. right, yeah. But you know what? It was predicted. 
Everybody, everybody who has got any pulse with that kid whatsoever knew he was going to be some cranky ass little bitch. Yeah, and that's, and that's all he is, man. He's just a spoiled little brat. Obviously, I mean, I don't know what else to say. He's just proving that to be the case. Yeah, all are you got to be kidding me, yeah, Colts? Fucking, it's not even a fucking. It wasn't even an offsides. It's bullshit. It's a terrible. Yeah, he got back, right? Yeah, he did. He got that's back. A yeah, bullshit call. Bullshit call. I'm trying Talk to hold on guys. to the under here. Well, yeah, thank you, Goudreau, for calling in, and thank you, TM, for correcting me on Nate. I was literally, like, at the like, No, I was noon, so excited. I noon, was so I was excited. reading how Simeon wasn't going to – he strained his yeah. oblique in warm-ups. I'm like, sweet. And, of course, I didn't watch the game, but I saw the score. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But I should have I should have done my homework, TM, but I don't literally care – there are, might be two teams. I just that wanted I the sounder. I care. just wanted the sounder. I know, I, you know? but there, there might I be two teams about. I care less about or couldn't care less about than the Bears and the fucking Jets. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's uh, breaking news: Aiden Ooh. O'Connell is away from the Boilermakers ahead of their Big Ten championship game on Saturday after the death of his older brother. Ouch. Oof. That's a quarterback at Purdue. That's not. That's not that sucks. good. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, am I am I a sick man to go to DraftKings right now and see if the line just jumped? Oh, Jesus. No, well, I'm doing it. <laughs> this is this is this is this is the, the, this is the this is monster. In. This is the monster that the the commercials have created because like you can't get away from gambling at this point. It's Biff Tannen's world, and I'm just living in it. That's right. That's fucking right. But thank you guys Tech for calling 17. in. Yeah, Thanks, Chad. Guys. Uh, Chad D, uh, I mean, he gets his he gets his his bye week because he's under the weather. He could have called holiday. on fucking Friday. You don't get a bye week. We don't get a bye week. How is that a pass interference? Don't just cheer for Minka. Come on, I'm not. I, I, I hate him. He's not on my team anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking. I mean, the it is it is in the eye of the. Official. It look. I mean, he was, he was fucking hugging him like he was spooning him. It's all right. <laughs> oh, it's oh, oh, oh! Steal that ball. Fumble. Ball. What? 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 Oh my god! <laughs> Some guy just did the dick chop. I love it. I love it. Did they score? Is that what happened? Just tell me. No fucking Jonathan Taylor. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Commentary. Commentary. You know. Tell me Pittsburgh got the ball. Yes. Oh, my God. The bet is live. The bet is live. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fuck yeah. Oh, I sounded like Chad C there. Or is that my drop? That might be my drop again. God damn it. <laughs> so I got this beer. It's from the El Segundo Brewery Company. It's called Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Oh, I got to tell you, my friend, I got to tell you, this is a quality beverage. And it's like really hard to get. It's allocated. Dude, it's really good. All right, well, save me one when I come there for the Jets game. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. Dude, I'm never going anywhere. The amount of money that we have to spend to go to fucking Indy this weekend is fucking ridiculous. Well, 
Well, that's a little bit. I mean, you'd have a place to stay here. That's true. That's I true. I could literally look at the stadium out my front door. I mean, it's so, like liter- literally. This is for the fans out there. For now, until we move into three that's weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought tickets, right? So to even get in the building, it's probably like 190 for like nosebleed seats. Okay. We bought tickets Saturday night, hoping that we'd get in early. Either way, I, I don't. We didn't overpay. We paid what we paid. Right. Um. And, and not that I'm not gonna. So tickets were about two sixty a piece. So who's going? Is it you and your wife, your brother, my brother, it, and my sister? Crew? Yep. So the oh, four awesome. of us, awesome. and then we got a couple more people. Like my buddy who played on the Michigan football team when I was at school lives in Chicago now. He always makes his way, and then. His one of my other buddies, who's his close friend, they'll come to the game. We know another couple, but yeah, we'll we'll know probably a dozen people there. Um, sure. So, and Indy's anybody that's not been to Indy, Indy is like the smallest big town in the world. Like literally, it's like four blocks of bars and restaurants that are all within walking distance of Lucas Oil. And if you ever get a chance to go there for, I mean, a lot of our listening audience is Big Ten country, so like Big Ten uh, basketball, uh, Big Ten tournament, or mm. even if when they hold like the national like Final Four there, Indy's fucking awesome. Anyway, nice. what I was gonna bring up, so we paid a, somewhere in the two fifty to two sixty range a ticket. Guess how much the fucking fees were. Oh God! Probably close to a hundred bucks. Yeah, like seventy five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's like, outrageous these days. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? We paid yeah. fucking three hundred dollars in fees or service, like whatever. I mean, at some point, and this goes back to this this whole fucking Taylor Swift bullshit. Like somebody needs to do something. Well, Pearl Jam did it back in the day. Yeah, I mean they oh, fought yeah. Ticketmaster. Yeah, listen. On a very small, very much a smaller scale, but still to the same like topic here. Using the delivery apps now, like Seamless and Grubhub, or or yeah, yeah. we've got Uber I use this pizza and... one sometimes called Slice, yeah, or something yep. like that. Uh, I stopped using them. I literally will call. I will do call and pick up. Oh, now it, and it's it double saves the order. It's double ten the order. to fifteen dollars at it's this ridiculous. point. Ridiculous. I mean, yeah, you get this service charge of. I mean, one of the apps is like you're gonna you'll be charged the service charge of this percentage, but no more than nine dollars. I'm like nine dollars. I'm trying to tip like I try to tip a pizza guy ten bucks usually, just because. I don't know. Of course, it's yeah, a they're, shit they're fucking working, job. They're working for a living. And they're, they're killing not- their car. They're killing yeah. their car. Right. But now I don't even I, I if if I've got if I've got any mind on me and I'm not hammered, I'm like, I'm going to pick it up like enough of this shit. And you can literally save yourself 15 bucks yeah, dude, or yeah. more, you know, depending on how much you tip. One hundred. Yeah, it's, everything is out of control now. And you're, you're absolutely right. It's all about in what state of mind, how many beers have I had? Can yeah. I drive and go pick up like. There's a like ten there's blocks a, in my town doesn't yeah. take long, you know. <laughs> there's yeah, there's a there's a like premium pizza place that we get. Our order is usually like forty or fifty bucks. They wanted eighty five dollars after it was all said and done. I'm like, okay. Whoa. 
I guess I'm driving on my, you know, three beers deep. You know, I hope I'm at a point point oh seven or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> drive very slow. Check your brake lights and no stop kids in the car. Corner. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> All right, now we're, now we're going to get ourselves in trouble. Jesus yeah, Christ. oh, dude. Oh, it's just, yeah. That's, that's, that is, that's a wake and bake uh, topic for you guys. Yeah, Holy yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll write that down for the December uh, the oh, December God. show. Uh, all right. All right. Let's talk so, um, NFL playoff picture. All right. No, let me, right? hold on. I, mean, I need, I need to, let me, let's replenish this. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to play. A sounder play the Dolphins fight let's... song because uh, we're Fuck awesome. Fuck the Dolphins. Sorry. Whoa, baby. Whoa, NFL roundup. Whoa, an NFL segment. Whoa, I made this for PJ. Are you happy now? That's the one. No, how much. We hate you when you speak. It's clear you have no clue. And when you try to analyze, we want to puke. We can't believe we're stuck hearing a guy the likes of you. Because it's all bullshit. You're such a goddamn joke. And when we think of you, Romo, we hope you fucking croak. It's sad you think that you're talking smartly. I hear you talk all night long. Acting intelligently, you leave us here all along, feeling brain farty. Oh, somebody tell him, please. He's fucking terrible. Yes. yes. Oh my god, I love that one. <laughs> <sighs> you were talking about IPAs, and I had finished my bourbon. I was like, "No, I'm not going to drink." Yes, I am. Ah, right. oh, come on! It's freaking! It's our Michigan celebration party. Celebration, baby. Um, all right. So, all right. So here we go. What I'll do is, as I'm continuing my research, I will quickly let's. We're going to do the Goudreau question because, yes. all right, as it looks now. Casey, obviously, division winner, most likely one seed. You've got the Dolphins at two right now, AFC East leaders. Now, Miami is about to embark on the toughest stretch of their schedule, which is three road games in a row at the Niners, at the Chargers, at the Bills. We just lost in the fucking second half of a 30 to nothing game. Our, our left tackle, Taron Armstead. Really pisses me off. Is he gone but what are you going to do? I mean, you season? can't. No, it's a pectoral like tear strain. strain. Yeah. They're saying like maybe three to four, but just really bad timing. 
it's you know we just got Jackson back. It's listen, I'm not gonna sit here and talk about guys that nobody gives a shit about. But the point is, it's a problem. So I don't know. I mean, can we get one of these? Like, I think the Niners are beatable. I think we beat the Chargers. I think the Niners are beatable. I think the Niners but, are beatable because they can't they can't fucking score really. Well, but you see, know? we our defense sucks. Like, That's I think true. that I think the Saints might have a better defense than us. So that thirteen nothing, you know, it's week to week. But I'm just looking at the you know the most recent examples. What I do like about this game is it's uh, McDaniel going back to his old team. Yep. he yep. probably wants the game. I think it's going to be a fun game. I, I like the over in the game, actually. It's at 46 and a half right now. I think we will see some scoring because I think McCaffrey is going to destroy us. And I don't think there's really a defense in the league that can, you know, contain us to the – I mean, I think we could score 20-something points. Fuck, dude. I wasn't – I when you were talking about this, I wasn't thinking – like, you guys got to fucking go to the West Coast two weeks in a row. Yeah, I mean, maybe Fuck we'll stay NFL. out. Jeez. Yeah, it's not. It's not very. And then at Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, thanks for nothing, you know. Jeez. Like, I mean, are we that fucking doesn't... doing this again with the Colts? Come on. Jeez. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. And then Tennessee. Tennessee's a bunch of frauds. I mean, I. I. My big bet of Sunday was actually the Bengals. Like, what are we looking at? You don't play fucking Tennessee. I'm going. They're the three seed. They're the three oh, seed as I thought of you today. You were going through Bull- your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Baltimore's the four seed. Yep, yep. Buffalo's the five seed, which, I mean, you know, that's kind of laughable at this point. Bengals are six, Jets are seventh, then you got Pats, Chargers, and then people like and this then, fucking yeah. Colts. All right, so Jets schedule. I mean, look, Miami could freaking lose three in a row here and be eight and six. This isn't – I'm just being realistic. So, anyway, and Baltimore can't fucking keep anybody, though. I love – I'm not going to pick it in our picks this week, but they're an eight and a half point favorite at home against Denver this week. So Denver had to fly to Carolina on Sunday for a one o'clock and get completely embarrassed. Then they fly home and now they're flying back to Baltimore. Oh, I mean, dude, I mean, Baltimore, I think I think this is the, the coming out party here for Baltimore. I think they're going to kill Denver. I mean, Denver's got to be the worst fucking team I'm, ever. <laughs> Is there anything better right now than all the the Russell Wilson hatred? Oh, it's the <laughs> best. Dude, the, in the in the 16 team ranking of the AFC, only Houston is below them. I mean, it's... I mean, how pathetic Russ. How fucking pathetic you are. They're dicks anyway. are out all over the place just stroking them. <laughs> yeah. So here's the Jets. The Jets are at Minnesota this Sunday. Then they're at the Bills. Then they're home to the Lions, home to the Jags, at the Seahawks, at the Dolphins. Dude, I'm sorry. Fucking there are six run. games there. And I have heard Jet people on the air around here saying that their schedule is manageable. What? I mean, Give me one guaranteed win. Give me isn't. one. There isn't. There's not one guaranteed win on this. Sorry. There's no playoffs for the Jets. The biggest, the best thing they have going for them is that they're home against the Lions and the Jags. But yeah. neither of those teams are like easy outs. Yeah, it's now not listen, fucking, it's have... not the Texans, it's not Denver, it's not Carolina. I mean, like the Jags and the Lions are both playing hard. Their fucking teams are, you know, not the caliber of playoff teams, but like they're not 
I mean, talk to Baltimore. Talk to fucking the Bills. Like, yeah, it's not a. But not they an beat easy now. Thing. They beat they beat the Bills, but uh, you're not going up there and doing that twice. Now, of course, as the week to week league progresses here, there can be injuries. Somebody can get hurt. There could be a gimme here. Um, Miami has nothing to play for week 18 because they've already locked up the vision. I mean, things like that can happen. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> right. But so that being said, the Jets have a v- extremely difficult road here. All right. Now on to the Patriots. Now the Patriots are, okay, this Thursday night, home to Buffalo, which we saw them win this game last year when they were not expected to compete. Then they go to, this is a very interesting schedule here. At the Cardinals, at the Raiders, yeah, but two winnable games. Yeah. This is an 8-20 NBC, so this is a Sunday night game. That could be flexed, though. That's going to be flexed for Buffalo-Miami, I think, uh, week 15. So, So Buffalo at Arizona, at Las Vegas, home to the Bengals, which they'll lose, home to the Dolphins, fun. But we'll beat you. And at Buffalo. So, I mean, again, looking at New England as a team, none of these games are gimmies. Even Vegas, which I would say might be the most winnable game. But everybody thought that, you know, the Minnesota game on Thanksgiving was going to be low scoring, defensive type of struggle with a New England game. And, I mean, my dumbass self had the under. And what was it, like 36? I mean, it was unbelievable, that game. It was just completely not the game expected by myself and many other pundits out there. And what was that, you know? So so they have a – so the two of those – those both of those teams have a very similar schedule. They essentially have like four more or less, you know, playoff teams and then two, you know, not bottom-of-the-barrel teams but just two – Playing hard teams, if you will. Although uh, the fucking Cardinals and the Raiders, I mean, I would I would argue that the Jets have a harder time with the Lions and the Jags than the Cardinals and the Raiders at this point. Yes, yes, right? that's yeah, that's definitely debatable. All right, now here's the Chargers. Okay, all right, six and five Chargers at Vegas, home to Miami, home to the Titans, at the Colts. Home to the Rams at Denver. Okay, they've got the easiest schedule. Oh, I mean, that's 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 hands down the easiest. A hundred percent. I mean, the fucking the Rams and the, the Rams and the, to finish. Exactly. Oh, yes. Exactly. Oh, my yeah. God. And the Colts. I mean, listen, Colts are playing hard. They're like the fucking Lions right now. Like, they're playing hard for their coach, and Matt Ryan is gonna, you know, do. Fine yeah, and Tennessee comes and Tennessee coming out to the West Coast too. Listen, ten. All right, so. I don't want to, I don't mean to brag, but I loved the Bengals bet this weekend at Tennessee. Here's the thing. Everybody loves Tennessee. Oh, Mike Vrabel and the defensive running. Oh, I can't fucking stand it. All you need to do is get a lead against this team. They abandon Derrick Henry and they're putting the ball in the hands of Ryan Tannehill. Give me a break. So before, it was like noon on Sunday, I'm looking at this, and I looked at who they beat this year. Nobody. Nobody. I fucking had it with that team. They're so (laughs) overrated. I'm serious. Oh, God, I've always hated the Titans, and it just grows every season. So get out of my face. 
Can someone in that division please compete? Because I'm so sick and tired of them getting a free pass in the playoffs every year. God damn it. They're so friggin' annoying. But anyway, so, so Goudreau, to answer your question, if the Charger, yeah, I mean, if the Chargers can keep, can stay healthy, it should be them. But again, Justin Herbert's a loser. So there's a very good chance we lose a few here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the, the thing I'm looking at here is, first of all, all three teams play my team. And I really hope to beat the Jets at home week 18, of course. also hope that doesn't matter. But, I mean, I, w- two weeks as a Dolphin fan, we need to beat the Chargers because that is bookended by at Niners, at Bills. So, I mean, that is that is the game of the year for me as a Dolphins fan. I mean, well, let's see what happens in San Francisco, but I've got a funny feeling – with Armstead out, we're going to struggle a little bit, and I know, maybe lose a close game. But give me, give me fucking, I, give me those Chargers. Give me, let me get at that freaking Justin Herbert. I want Tua to friggin' just embarrass the Chargers so everybody could just shut up about that draft. Based on those three schedules, and I don't, I don't have a hatred for all of these, all of the same AFC teams. I don't really. Well, we're talking AFC. Much, this is my, course. this is my shit right That's now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but from an unbiased, I guess, uh, situation or, or stance, that's a fucking penalty. Um, I would take, <laughs> I think I'd take the Chargers just purely based they better on throw the a flag on that, right? Oh yeah. Look at that laundry. Purely based on the schedule. I think the Chargers have the easiest road. The thing is, yeah. is and we were talking about this in the chat. Now they're like, also six and five, and Jets are seven and four. So that's, right, but know. we're talking about we're talking about four teams from the AFC East. You know, congratulations to you guys. You know, like hey, four teams AFC East, but you're not getting four. So who's out? And right. it might be it might be two of you. It could be the Chargers in there. I, you know, yeah. and it's and it's unfortunate that it happens, but I think. And the way that schedules and this goes and this goes back to, or goes to the NFC East that we were talking about. You guys haven't played like it's crazy that the way that the schedules are built that you haven't played all of your division foes and we're fucking into December, right? The fact that there's some like right that you have to play twice now, right? Exactly, and the same right, goes with right. the uh, with the NFC East. The, I, yes. I think I wrote this today. The commanders, Giant, well, the, the commanders, and Giant or the Giants, or the Giants, twice. right? Yes, yes. Have not played the Eagles or the Giants. The Giants have not played the Eagles or the Commanders yet. Correct. And we have seven weeks left, so four of their games are against in division foes. Four well, of their seven kind of, I mean, it, but I mean, isn't it kind of how it should be? No, and I, I agree that they they started a long time ago. This you know the last like week or two, the last week for sure, they've made all games in divisional games because it makes mm-hmm. you know for uh, a better end product. But I feel like you should play teams early and late. You know, there's enough leeway in there, but whatever. I'm not a scheduler. What am I gonna do? No, I agree, though. It should be early and late. It is weird that they haven't played the Eagles or the Commanders. And I'd also say that probably contributes to them having a 7-4 and four record because the Giants at 7-4 and four 
are done. I I, I, I really am going to say that, and, and I'll stand by it on this show. They are done because this has been smoke and mirrors from the beginning. And again, if you want to take a little peek at this team's fucking schedule, they play the first of all week one. They so they do the two point conversion to beat the Titans and everybody's jerking off. But you know what? The Ryan Tannehill, of all people, still got them into field goal range and their kicker just missed it. I mean, that still should have been a loss. Then they beat the Panthers. Give me a break. Then Dallas beats them. As expected, this was on our show. I won money live. They beat the Bears. Who cares? They beat the Packers. I mean, really, who cares? Who cares? Then they beat the Ravens. Everybody beats the Ravens, apparently. I mean, apparently. your best bet is being you should be losing to the Ravens in the fourth quarter, and you're going to get a win. Then they beat Jacksonville. For, you know, that's a 4-7 and seven team. And then they lose at Seattle. They beat the worst team in the league in Houston. And then they lose to Detroit and Dallas. So really, again, another team who's beaten absolutely no one. And it just this all this does is prove my point from last week off of Jack's call, which is everybody stinks in the or Chad talking shit to me. Everybody stinks in this league. There are so many bad fucking teams. I mean, you go down the skit now, Washington, Philly, Washington, Minnesota, Indy, Philly. Giants are done. Oh yeah, the no, Giants might win one. They might win one game, and the I, Colts are not a team to sleep on, like we're talking about. I think there is. I think there I bet is you the Giants just, finish under five hundred. Yeah, I. I want to. I want to bet on that in Vegas. I honestly wouldn't argue. I think. I think that could be true. I think we've all fallen in love with. I think this goes back to like no preseason, no nothing, and the schedule. So. So let's let's go back on so talking about a little bit like the the Thanksgiving games, right? So we're talking about the Giants and like the Giants were up in that game against Dallas, but the Giants had no business in that game whatsoever. No. And penalties. Yeah, after it's all said and done, you watch that team now two weeks in a row. They played the Lions, they played the fucking uh Cowboys. They don't look like anybody who's doing anything. Right? I mean, like, no. Daniel Jones, and we talked about this on our show last week. I mean, guy's fucking sucking his dick like he's Michael Vick for a quarter. And then, and Saquon, sorry, like, where you at? Right? And then, and really it goes back to these first couple of weeks that are essentially uh, preseason games. Teams needing needing to get their you know, feet under them, right? They're, they take some time to get going. So, and and we saw it this weekend with Jacksonville, Jacksonville beating the Ravens. And and, and maybe that's somewhat of the Ravens being, uh, you know, looking forward to next week. Hey, we're, we're going to Jacksonville. Yeah, but that, nah, bullshit. Because, the, no, because last week the Ravens were at home against the Panthers off a bye and it was supposed to be the greatest fucking game in Lamar Jackson's history because of all his rushing statistics off a of bye, and they had to struggle to beat them. They didn't score touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I mean... The so, Ravens are, are vastly overrated, I think. I think we're getting to the point, TM. And I think maybe after next week is the, the point when we're like... And, and I think we're already there. I mean, when you just answered Goudreau's question, you didn't bring up 
all of the like I mean the Titans are who they are because their division sucks, but they are who they are. Right. Obviously right. the Chiefs, the Ravens. I mean, the problem is it's them and the Bengals, right? And everybody else stinks. Um and then it's the NF or the AFC East. So we I mean, cream is starting to rise to the top. And but these teams that are fluctuating are going to run in. Listen, they've won the games they're supposed to. As I tell Chad, and as I say on this podcast all the time, never apologize for a win. But be weary or cognizant of the teams that you play and the wins that you have. Just because you win doesn't make you good. It just gives you a win in the win column. And Which, team. and at the end of the day, and you and I don't sit here, we don't sit here and just go nuts on statistics, unless it's the Jets, you know, against the Patriots. But overall, <laughs> I mean, you, and you, you've said it this, the, ever since we've do the sh- done the show, and it, it's really the only thing that matters in this league. There's one stat that means anything in the NFL, and it's wins. And there really isn't anything else. Like, I don't, I don't know one Bills fan who's going to sit here and tell me that the the NFL MVP for Josh Allen this year means anything to them. They don't give a shit. They want to win the Super Bowl. They're super. They were the Super Bowl favorite until this morning. The odds in Vegas changed this morning, and the Chiefs are now the favorite. And the Bills fan does not care about MVP. They want Super Bowl. Right. So it only matters if you win. None of this shit. I mean, fantasy football is the thing. And that's cool, right? We've all been doing it for 20... I mean, I've been doing it for like 25 years, strangely enough, at this point. But when you're a fan... When you're a fan... Dude, I used to do it with a pencil out of the newspaper. But listen, it's about wins. When you're an NFL fan... When you're any fan, but it's a win. That's the only thing that matters is a win. If the Steelers kick a field goal here... And they win 19-17. Does anybody give a shit what the score was? No, it's a win. No, but as a fan, you have to understand where that win comes from, right? Like, it doesn't matter because what I'm saying is you're the Eagles and you're 10-1. No, okay, let's let's compare. Okay, so right now, the Eagles at 10-1 and and – the San Francisco 49ers at 7 and 4. Who do you like better right now, TM? I mean, well, it, the fact that you even have to think about it means right, that wins right, are right. bullshit, right? It's not bullshit to get you to where you need to be. Well, no, wins aren't bullshit because if you're telling me it's going to be the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia, well, then I think I like Philly. I'm not saying they're not important, but I don't think the wins are 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 the defining like element of your team. Like, no, don't, but don't tell every me that, Sunday, but every Sunday, the only stat that matters is that you won. But That's don't kind tell of me, don't saying. tell me that San Francisco's. That that Philly is better than San Francisco because they have three more wins. That's what I'm saying. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, that's well, what I'm I saying. mean. Like, if you watched last night, I mean, you you made it. You made your own comment tonight saying that my team has a good shot on on Sunday against the Niners 
because uh, San Fran can't score. Well, I watched Philly score 40 fucking points last night, or 37 points, whatever it was. I mean, Philly's really good. So. Oh, absolutely. But it's the wins aren't indicative of how good your team is necessarily when it's compared to the other teams that are in. Agreed. Okay. I uh, okay. But From I'm that not saying don't. I agree. But what I'm saying is the more uh, the most wins you can rack up is the most important thing in the NFL. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, you yeah. But I your mean, po- you your point your point is right too. I'm not going to sit here like you know what. And this is actually the the power rankings discussion that I listen to a lot on podcasts during the week too because people are like the statistic that I take the least amount of stock in when doing my power rankings is wins. Yeah. And right, so that's to your yep. point. Right, yeah. right, exactly, exactly. And but and and obviously they have some correlation. But well, yeah, as yeah, I've said course. before, I mean, there was a, a point when the Lions, uh, you know, and just talking about my like, Lions were six and two at one point, and then this was under Jim Schwartz, and then ended the season one and seven. I mean, <laughs> like it doesn't mean anything. The Lions this year, they have eleven games. They've played eight playoff teams so far, TM. Yeah, it's crazy. Right? I actually I mean, had a thought. Yeah, so was the, the guy that was nine and seven and then got fired was was Jim Caldwell, right? Yes. I had I had a thought over the weekend, probably on Thursday, where I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Dan Campbell's the next Jim Caldwell," because I could see you guys having a winning record next year, and then the, the ownership saying, "All right, we've gotten as much as we can out of this rah rah guy. Let's get him out of here. And get right. somebody yeah, in here. Let's, yeah, let's right? bring yeah. in like the smart guy, right? The Matt yeah, Patricia, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, right, exactly. exactly. So, no, not the Matt Patricia. Anybody with that guy, but right, but right. But also, please let me get away from Dan Campbell. What? I didn't say that. Well, yeah, his in game is is dude, his clock oh, management. Holy oh. shit, dude, it was driving me fucking crazy. Oh, I didn't know what I wanted in that game. I was live betting. I, Thursday was a disaster for me. So one of the worst bad beats, before we get into our picks here, one of the worst bad beats of the season was Dallas Giants on Sunday. So you've got everyone in the country has got Dallas minus eight. I had them at nine, eight and a half, ten, whatever. So they go, they got the ball in the fourth. It's 28-13, and they, kick, they go to kick the long field goal. Field goal hits. Everybody's a winner that had Dallas. They miss it. Now, as soon as that kick was missed, now my now I am on minus nine. I had cashed out at halftime. It's 13-7 Giants. And I said to my brother, who had him at, at I think like eight and a, eight and a half, I said, you know what? I was like, I want to play on Saturday. I said, I'm gonna cash this out because I just don't I don't like this. This smells like all the NFL nonsense that's been going on all season. All the penalties were going against Dallas. Giants were playing well. Dallas is making mistakes. I'm like, I don't I don't feel Dallas coming out here and, and laying the smack down. I'm gonna cash out. So I cashed out, you know, probably gave up half my bet, but at least I knew I could play on Saturday. He's at eight and a half, so we're following that the rest of the game. They're up 28-13. He's feeling great. And then he's not even in the room at this point. And he, they kick, they go to kick the field goal, and they miss it. And he's like, oh, give me a break. Whatever. Giants have no timeouts. <laughs> Couple plays go off, and I lean into the dining room, and I go, hey, Giants are driving. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? And he comes running in. And we sat there. Bing. 
bang, boom, Giants cover. You, I mean, it is the, <laughs> it sums up the 2022 gambling season for a lot of people. I mean, I've heard this talked about, but I mean, I just looked at him and he goes, you know, he's, he doesn't have a lot of money. We don't, like, we're not going nuts here, but it's just disgusting at some points with these, like, NFL is tough. I mean, Miami's up 30 nothing at halftime yesterday. I shut the game off. The only thing I wanted was them to take Tua out of the game. Then the first drive, he's got the ball in the second half. He gets bent like a pretzel. And it's like, enough, guys. Take him out. What happens? Houston touchdown. Go for two and don't get it. Houston touchdown. Go for two and don't get it. So it's 30-12. to 12. Now, if they would have just kicked two extra points... Right, the, the, it's 30-14, right? yeah. spread is 14. They ended up driving late and kicking a field goal. I mean, if you had Miami minus 14, you're pulling your hair out. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Even last night, you've got Philly minus 6.5, which I had very small coinage on. Excuse me. You go 7 nothing, 13 nothing. missed extra point. I get a text from my brother. Oh my God. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yep, you know that that is going to play a role in this game already. And then, yep. And then it's Rodgers, touchdown, interception, touchdown, 14 13 Packers. And as a Philly better, you're sitting there going, are you have got to be kidding me? It's It's a first quarter. And then the way the game plays out, Rodgers gets hurt, Philly up 14, Jordan Love comes in. Pass, beautiful pass that right. the, the announcers yards, are yeah. just friggin' yep, touchdown, yeah. 60 yards. Oh my God. You and then you just <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I mean, people, it's it's on the NFL and Vegas. Come on, people. Somebody call in and tell me that they're not in cahoots. I can't take it. It is just it's they're too good. They're too good. Holy crap. Totally agree. Totally oh, agree. Man. It's crazy, dude. All right, let's make some picks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready, Jesus dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Michigan! Woo! It's the wrong sounder. It's not in the way you've been Stop being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's Michigan over Ohio State. Oh, you can do whatever it was, you want. It was the week, button right? next to it. I'm like, I'm a, I, I hit it, and I just start looking at picks. I'm like, oh shit. Oh. I'm I'm into it for a minute there. I'm bobbing my head, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, this is wait a picks. second. Wait a second. God <laughs> damn it. All right, scratch that. Boop, boop. Here, it's all it's all loud. It's all loud. This week you can do whatever. <laughs> Oh, as we head to week 13, it's all tied up. 15, 19, and 2. So good. So good. (laughs) And PJ has an undefeated week 
last week going 2-0-1. Lions plus 9, Raiders plus 3.5. Crazy Raiders win there. Too bad nobody cares about either of those teams. I do because I got Josh Jacobs on all of my fantasy teams. By the way, Very Tim, nice. we matched off or matched up in fantasy. Yeah, this week. How'd that go? Went, went well. Well, well. Uh, no, it didn't. My team stinks. Um, what am I going to do? Burrow doesn't do shit for three quarters. Um, Jamar Packers, Chase, by the way, coming back next week. Well, it's a, hopefully, it's not too late. At least in our league, we play fifteen weeks before the pl- or fourteen weeks before the playoffs. I'm in some other league where. I'm like neck and neck with this guy for third place in the division to get in the playoffs. And he's like, oh, we're only playing 13-week regular season. What are you talking about? Oh, double week Well, the app the wouldn't let me. I'm like, get out of here. No, they just – oh, they're fucking idiots. All right. Yeah, that's right. Um, that, they're, yeah. that is 100% Come on. right. They're fucking Come idiots. Come on, dude. Yeah. All right. So Packers plus 70 push. Me, get burned on Dallas minus nine, of course. Browns plus three. They went out right. Finns minus 12 and a half. I survived. Okay. Look, we're not a look-ahead show, but I will say, listening to this on Tuesday, guys, what a great week of NFL we have coming up. And not only are there some awesome matchups in Week 13, there are some really tough games to pick. So, there's a lot of favorites I like. I did mention the Ravens minus 8.5 at home against Denver, but I can't do it with that team because God knows somehow Russell Wilson will throw for three touchdowns and the Ravens will win 24-21. I I, I, got to get back to 500 here. So... Let's start with PJ's boys. We are taking the Lions minus one at home against the Jags. Congratulations, Jacksonville. Great comeback win against the Ravens. You also did a huge favor to my boys up in Detroit who have 13 days to prepare for this game and are playing very well. Much better than their record. What 100%. you guys did with Buffalo was fucking awesome. And God damn it, I wish you would have just won the game because it really would have helped my team out. But valiant effort. I loved it. Anyway, I mean, this is an insult to your team, only being a one-point favorite. Like, what are we saying here, Vegas? The Jags, like, are good because they beat a Ravens team that can't close anybody out? I can't stand it. Mont St. Brown, Swift, everybody's scoring on Sunday. And I think Detroit does a, like, I think this is a handled game. I'm going to put money on this game. All right. Listen, we didn't talk about, we didn't talk about the Lions much, but we came into Thanksgiving and I was talking to my son about this. I said, the Lions need to go five and two in their last seven games. Buffalo was, was a loss, right? Buffalo was just shunned off as a loss. No matter what the fact that they were in that game yeah. Made it that much worse that we lost, but that was it. That was it. It was you have three playoff teams left. It was Buffalo, Minnesota, and the Jets. You need to beat one of those teams. That's it. You beat one of those teams and everybody else. The Lions to make themselves worthy of any discussion in future years. Dan Campbell, you want to be like talked about seriously. Go fucking win this game. This is the greatest bet of all time. Because if they lose, Dan Campbell should be fired on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, okay. You know, the Jags are good, are better. Lawrence is playing well. But not here. This this should be... This should just not be a win. This is an out-of-conference game. 
in, at, in home. A, in a, at home in a dome against a team that's like playing very well and almost beat the Super Bowl favorite Bills. Like with extra days to prepare, I, I, this has to be a Lions win. I don't understand this line. Unless, and I mean, if Vegas thought the Jags were going to win this game, this would be Jags minus one or two. Right. Yep. So I think I think Vegas is like take the Jags here. I just love the Lions. Lions this is actually that, that that that's one of the easy. Yeah, I, I think that's like the easiest spread of of everything I looked through here. All right, game two. I'm gonna take the Rams plus eight at home against Seattle. Now I don't know if Stafford's gonna play or not. Right? Who who the fuck knows? But the defense is still there. Um, it was a 26-10 on Sunday at Kansas City. Now, obviously the Rams are in shambles. They are the worst right now, you know, headed to be the worst Super Bowl winning team, you know, to, you know, the, the worst finish following year for a Super Bowl winning team ever. Okay, we got all that. But I watched a lot of this Chiefs game and I saw... A lot from the, the the backup quarterback was running a lot. You, you, the running backs that were playing were running well. I mean, obviously the Chiefs' defense against the run is not very good, but Seattle's defense is not good either. They can't fucking stop anybody. And McVeigh on the sidelines, I was watching him a lot. Like, still fired up, still encouraging. I mean, the season's obviously over here for this team, but he's playing young players. There's motivation. They're at home. Eight points. I mean. Eight points in division? Way too many here. I'm sorry. I, you know, Seattle could win by a field goal or four points or something, but eight is just too many. I'm sorry. The Rams are going to be in this game. We're still talking. We're still talking about Geno Smith, right? (laughs) We're still talking about Geno Smith, who is clearly coming back to earth. And Aaron Donald is still on the field against Geno Smith. I don't care who the fuck Geno Smith is. You get Aaron Donald coming at you. Give me a break. I mean, it's eight points. I can't believe this. I'm going to put money on this one, too, I think. I mean, holy shit. I might put in a $25 parlay right now. Lions, Rams. This is too many points. This is a crazy line. All right. And then from there, dude, there is a lot of difficult picks to make on this board. So I'm going to just take the Dolphins plus three and a half on a Monday before it goes to three or worse. Or, I mean... It'll probably go to four, honestly, but um, just give me the Dolphins at a field goal. I don't know. I, I love my offense so much. It is just, like, unstoppable. And it, this is going to probably be the biggest defensive test we've had to date. And let's see what we can do, right? But I love it that it's McDaniel against his old team. And, I mean, I don't know how confident I am that we win this game, but I think this is probably, I'm, I'm hoping this is the game of the week. I mean, I think this is the game that should have been flexed to Sunday night instead of we got to watch friggin' Dallas and the Colts, I think, which is just a joke. But anyway, um, I got some confidence in my team, at least to, to keep this close. Maybe we can jump out to an early lead. And, you know, I mean, it's Garoppolo. Like, give me a fucking break with that guy. 13 points against the Saints at home? Like, that's a joke. So, I think Niners are all D. Let's see what they can do against my team. I'll take the hook, and hopefully we keep it close. So, give me Lions minus one, Rams plus eight, Finns plus three and a half. I like it. I like I can't it. get over that. I can't get over that Rams spread. Dude, there I are mean, so really? many spreads here. So, 
Talking about we're we're sitting here talking about the the NFC East. I'm put, I'm going to put that in right now. I'm putting a Lions Rams parlay in right now before these change. Dude, the 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 problem is you don't know. I mean, is it? I I turn that game. I know. On All yesterday. right, I'll wait. But I really just want to. I turned right that game now. on yesterday. Should I do blackjack? Hold on. I'll go to blackjack. I'll go to blackjack. Yeah. Who is the <laughs> Who is the fucking Rams quarterback? I turned that game on. I'm like, they're like, this guy I've never heard of in my life. Like most backups, you're like, oh, you know, Heineke or, you know, yeah, but Hoyer dra- he, or whoever. Yeah, but when you're, when you're drafting top like 30 to 32 every for the last few years, I mean, they probably just took, I don't I know. know they're, 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 not dra- they're not drafting anywhere. Keep losing Rams, please, for the love of yeah. God. You can yeah, cover Perkins. that spread for TM, but lose, please, because the Lions will be happy <laughs> to take your top three pick. Thank you. By the way, that whole thing, right, by the way, the the news came out over the last two days that like the the they're not necessarily sticking with Stafford, which I don't disagree with. But they gave up a lot, right? Gave up a lot to win that Super Bowl. But that's what everybody wants. What everybody wants. But you know what? They won. They won. That's all that matters. They won. They had to win. Clearly, they had to win. Oh, pick that off. Who is this guy, 80 Woods, on the Colts, by the way? And why didn't I not waiver wire this guy? (laughs) I'm so desperate in leagues to just make the playoffs. And this guy's got like 15 catches in my face tonight. Eight for 98. So you want to talk about, I was going to say, I'm looking through these spreads. How are the Giants? How are the Giants, though? The dogs at home against the Commanders. Well, what I is think happening? that's all you. Well, I think that's all you need to know, though, right there. Well, I, yes, clearly. I mean, I love Washington in that game. No, that's what I'm saying. Like the Giants are fucking yeah. dog shit. Well, Ugh. if you're two and if you're two and a half at home, then technically you're a half point dog, right? Because there's always that three points for home field advantage sure sure i think by the time that game goes off that could be a pick em or like a minus one yeah there's gonna be there, people are gonna hammer the commanders i think it's just that dable that the one thing the giants have going for them is dable and honestly that i mean when's the last time the commanders lost so people could be like all right i mean they're gonna have to you know stumble at some point but i love i love washington in that game so to my picks, and I'm going back to the old school style of things, TM, and I'm just looking at a score and I, and I just fucking pick a game because that what that's, that's what a, seems that's how you to did work. It. That's how you did it. Seems to work. So the first one that that popped to me is this Titans Eagles game. So I know the Eagles looked great last night. Fucking Greenby's defense is fucking terrible. And Chad, <laughs> top four defense in the blah blah. They're fucking terrible. Sorry. But I like the Eagles. I think they're a good team. But laying five and a half to the Titans, which is a team that controls the clock, they're a team that runs the ball, I feel like the Titans will be able to control this game to a point that this isn't a five and a half point game. So I'm going to take the Titans. I'm going to take the points. And again, I'm kind of at that point now, TM, where I'm like, the Eagles are not a 10-1 team. Very good team. Very good team. Just not a 10-1 and one team. And they need to lose some of these games. 
And now they're playing a division leader. They're playing a top team in the AFC. And I know you bitched about them earlier tonight, but I think the Titans are still a very good team with a very good running back and a very good coach. So give me the Titans. Give me the five and a half points. And fuck the Eagles. They got to lose at some point. They're really not. It's also off a loss for the Titans, too, so that's, that's right. always a good thing. So speaking of the Sunday night, I look at this Packers and Bears. So I'm solely basing this on Justin Fields still being hurt. If he's not, then whatever. I know, I hope, actually, I hope that Aaron Rodgers is still hurt. And it's not because I think Jordan Love is great. But I feel like a Jordan Love run offense is going to explode because the team and LaFleur and all of them need, like, they feel they like need they a break. Have to. They need a fucking break, too, from Rodgers, probably. Right. right? That's exactly all about 100%. one guy. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I feel like Jordan Love run offense is just going to. Take it to the Bears. Bears, you know what? You put up a valiant fight this year. Now it's just time to just let go. Just, it's okay. Just let go. Like, reevaluate Justin Fields. Like, uh, Fields is fine, but just reevaluate him. He's not just a running back. Keep him healthy. Work on your, you know, other parts of your game and go and get a top pick and you're fine. So, I'm going to take the Packers. And I'm fine giving up the points. I just, I, I don't like the Bears. Especially, again, assuming without fields. Even right. with Jordan Love, I'm okay with it. I will take the Packers. I will lay the points. So give me the pack in Chicago, minus three. The last one I was looking at here, the first one I wrote down, I wrote it down and then I crossed it off, but I'm just going to take it because it, it is what it is. I want to take Cincinnati. And it's not because I love Cincinnati. It might be a little bit because Jamar Chase is coming back. But the Chiefs are kind of that same team I was just talking about. Like, I feel like the Chiefs are just in for a loss. They're just ready. It's okay. They're coming into the into uh, Cincy. Cincy has done their thing. Since he has, like, battled this year. They're kind of doing the same shit they did last year, right? They're just, like, kind of the same script. They're ready to kind of, like, ramp it up. And assuming Jamar Chase comes back, I'm ready for it. I don't know what Mixon's uh, deal is. I know he's out this week. But I feel like the Chiefs are just ready for a letdown. They're going to Cincy. Top contender. I think it's okay. It's okay, Chiefs. You can let one go. Anybody can run against the Chiefs. I hate to say it, but P. Ryan will be fine. Yeah. No, and that's fine. That's fine. But I like Cincy. I like the Bengals just ramping up for the playoffs. So that's it. Tennessee plus five and a half. The Pack minus three. And Cincy plus two against the Chiefs. That's it, man. That's what I got. There we go. What I got. I like him. I like that Packer pick a lot. Yeah, the Bears are fucking terrible. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. <laughs> fucking terrible. 
All right, Michigan, let's go, bro. I, I'm so pumped you're going to be in Indy. I cannot wait to recap it next Monday. College football rules. Oh, let's the go. Best. The fucking best. All right. Go um, Dolphins. Go yeah, we'll see you guys. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Maybe I'll call in. Maybe I'll call in and leave a voicemail. Shit face. Shit face Saturday night. Yes, I'm going to call you Saturday night. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Look right, at Matt everybody. Ryan. Look at Matt Ryan out of the pocket. Oh, what did you die for, you friggin' idiot? You got another five yards. Oh, you're a loser. Yeah, he's an old man like you and me. He doesn't want to hurt his fucking... 28 to 3. 28 to 3, you fucking idiot. All right, everybody. Uh, call in. Leave your messages. 708-316-8822. And... Um, Fuck man, Go blue. We're, we're down. Go we're, blue. we're running down to the uh, to the wire here, TM. Oh, you suck, Saturday. You suck, dude. Three timeouts. There's 30 seconds on the clock. It's third and three, and you just handed it off to J. Come on. Ugh. Why did I parlay the under? Why didn't I just take the Steelers? All right, Let's all get right, out of here. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Sick. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the network and subscribe to the full binge at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget. I was going to say, um, <laughs> who did you just say? God, Matt Ryan's an asshole. How do you not dive? Oh, my God.